Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And we are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE's Sharing Change has now donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits, assisting worthy causes in our community. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. It's time to get uh, caught up on what's going on with Murfreesboro City Schools. Lisa Trail joins us here this morning, and uh, lo and behold, here we are on President's Day. Everybody kind of enjoying a little holiday here, Lisa. Oh, yeah, of course. We have to do these on holidays, you know. (laughs) It's a tradition. That seems to be. um, Gosh, I know that that's probably not the case that it's every single one, but it just seems that way. And uh, (laughs) Mondays, I I guess Mondays are great, so you have a long three-day weekend. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Everybody's enjoying this long weekend, I'm sure. I guess the first real, uh, I I guess maybe we've had another break and then for storms and things of that nature, but um, it's the first kind of real scheduled break after um, the um, uh, Christmas break, and then we've got spring break. Oh, the countdown is on with that. We're a little over a month away. It definitely is, but I'll tell you, I want to make sure that I take time to do a big, big uh, shout-out to a couple of our schools because even though we were on a three-day weekend, they were actually competing in a regional uh, robotics uh, competition and um, did Great. In fact, uh, our Salem team um, actually made it in the top five to qualify for the finals. I mean, they made it in the top five in the finals and are now competing at the state level, which is amazing. And then our Discovery School team also, they received the judges award. So these kids, even though it was a long weekend and their teachers and coaches we're all competing this weekend, and I just am so proud of them and the fact that we're able to start uh, doing those things again, getting back to those regional and, and state competitions. And then during the storm, we had a repeat of last year where the storms came in right during. Um, we were um, had several, several teams competing at MTSU for the Invention Convention. Hmm. So even some of these days when we're not in school, our kids are still competing and really showing their amazing talent in the sciences and uh, that STEM is really coming through. How about that? That's that's neat. Have you been to one of these robotics competitions? They are amazing. Ah, the, that's what I hear. Wow. I mean, just, just the talent, the ability to look at a problem and solve that problem, and then um, you've you know, you've worked all this time building these robots, and and it's not about just building the robots. There's lots of other team competitions, but once you're in in the competition, you have to be able to uh, make decisions and good judgments and be flexible and figure out what you need to do to win. So it's just great, great activities for our, our children, and I know the parents are just thrilled. Yeah, uh, and. Gosh, th- this is probably going to in- inspire down the road. You know, in twenty years, we're, we're you know engineers and and uh, folks who really do problem solving and and make our world a better place. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, it's just it's just amazing, and they're thinking outside their own box. You know, um, like the invention convention, they're seeing 
how they can build something to make life better for other people. It's not just about them. So just that whole camaraderie and thinking about making things to enhance the world around them. It's, it's, it's great. Um, again, things that go on daily in our classrooms are absolutely amazing in preparing our students to be world leaders. And I'm so proud of them and the work that goes uh, with our teachers and all of our coaches and everyone else that uh, really work daily to help our children succeed. Well, I would challenge you if you have the opportunity, and even if you don't have a child that's uh, maybe directly involved in this, if you've if you've never caught one of these competitions, and and they're all over the mid state generally, and uh, just to go and see what this is all about. I mean, this is like back in my day, uh, science fair, but this is this totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like science fair times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. Uh, my yeah. science fair projects were never that good. That's why I'm in radio. But, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> well, uh, there's a the radio. It yeah. doesn't just happen. <laughs> that, I guess that's true. Lisa Trail is with us, uh, Murfreesboro City Schools. And um, one more thing about that. those uh, There are several events. It's not just this time of the year, I would think. So, uh, I mean, there are more opportunities. And if a child is interested in those, they probably just need to talk to their teacher or have the parents maybe yeah. talk to the teacher and find out how they could get involved in it? Absolutely. We have um, our music uh, festival is also coming up. It's going to be March 13th, so it's not always, you know, everybody has something that um, sparks their interest, and it's not always science, uh, but those who are just talented musicians, they have uh, the opportunity to shine at our music festival on March 13th. Uh, and that is open to the public. I think that probably most of the seats will go to parents, but there's a few community seats available if you'd like to come. And then on March 16th, uh, we'll have our STEAM Festival again, and that's all of our uh, kids from all schools coming together, or probably eight schools coming together, to show off their talents in the STEAM competitions. And that's going to be at the Lane Agri Park. So we have lots of uh, activities coming up. And I know spring break is out there, and we're, we're talking about it already, but there's a lot going on between now and spring break. So we're just, again, if they people want to know what's going on in our schools, just look around. There's there's lots of opportunities to see it. Well, um, and you can, yeah, and, and this is just kind of a, a thing that popped into my head here just to mention, but, you know, kids involved in activities like this, especially, you know, as they get older and, you know, to be involved in some type of, let's call it extracurricular activities even, uh, to, to be involved with a group, it just helps kids so much uh, with everything in school. And so <clears throat> I oh, yeah. encourage parents just to get their kids involved. Yeah, yeah, we've had, we have kids working uh, and competing in beta club and there's just so many things going on so uh, and I know I have limited time this morning so I'm going to make sure that we talk about zone waivers mm -hmm. because that is something that is on us that will not be happening you know once it closes it closes so if you have a child in a Murfreesboro City, City school that you are not zoned to attend those zone waivers are due now so if maybe you live in the Salem area but your child is attending Mitchell Nielsen. Uh, those zone waivers are due now, and there's a limited uh, number of seats that's available for the zone waivers 
Uh, this is for kids who are already on a zone waiver or those who are wanting to be on a zone waiver next year for the next school year, the 2023-2024 school year. Um, again, uh, we will have open slots available at Black Fox, Bradley, Irma Siegel, Hobgood, Mitchell Nielsen, the elementary only, not the primary. The primary is full. Northfield, uh, John Pittard, and Reeves Rogers. So all of those schools are accepting zone waivers at this moment. Um, and if we get more zone waiver requests than we have seats, we'll do it in a lottery-type style. Okay. Now, um we got to make sure we have all the proper information too. So, um, uh, for zone waiver, I would imagine mm -hmm. for parents. So, um, is there anything in particular that maybe we see some parents miss and they have to go back and get it, or is that all well, just done online? It's everything is on the website at cityschools.net. It will talk parents through what they need, of, and the zone waiver itself it needs to be completed. And if you have it complete then you've done everything you need as long as you submit it on time because it walks you through what we are needing for that zone waiver. Um, there are schools that are not accepting, considered closed schools, that are not accepting any type of zone waiver. So if you move out of zone, you will not be able to attend that school. And I think we have that question more than uh, any other one. Um, for instance, Overall Creek is a closed school zone. So if you are attending Overall Creek now and you move during the summer and your new school is zoned um, Case and Lane or if you move to the other side of town and it's John Pittard, then that's the school that you would need to attend. You would not get a zone waiver for Overall Creek even though you've attended that in the past. Does oh, that, that make sense? Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And uh, kind of uh, the reason we have these zone waivers is, is that because maybe there are you know forty seats available at at one particular school. Maybe that's closer to where mom and dad work, making pickup easier. Is, is yeah. that kind of why we have the zone waivers? Absolutely. A lot of times, if uh, if people work at MTSU, they may want their child to attend a, a class a school that's a little bit closer to MTSU, or if uh, the grandparents live in a different neighborhood and that's their primary caregiver, that may be the reason they're requesting a zone waiver. It, there's a wide variety. It just allows parents to have a little bit of choice in where their uh, child attends school. But in some cases, Gales, overall, um, Salem, I'm trying to think there's Case and Lane, that west side is so full right now, we're yeah. already at capacity that we're not allowing those zone waivers there. But you do have lots of other choices. Yeah, that, so, that kind of makes sense there with, with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, just so parents kind of know, this doesn't include any you know specialty school or magnet school situations either. No, Discovery School would be the magnet school that you would have had to apply to. Those applications are already submitted it's already closed and um, they should actually be receiving their entrance letters um, in the next week, I think. Or okay. Sometime. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is just, you know, to, to help with those. And I guess all of this information is on cityschools.net or, or on the school's it websites. Is. It is all on cityschools.net. Uh, there's a zone waiver form. There's everything, how many seats are available at each school. So all of that's available to them. They just need to go on and look for that. 
And um, I, one one last thing, you said that they need to get that in now. This this is the deadline. If you wait, you know, a few days or a week or whatnot, that you might lose that um, opportunity. Yeah, it's mid March. I think it's when the last date is. But that's again, all of those dates are on that website. Uh, but just don't wait to the last minute to get them in. That sounds good. Well, Lisa, I appreciate you spending just a little bit of time with us here today and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your President's Day and we'll probably catch you the next holiday. All right. Sounds great. Thank you, Brian. Thanks. That is uh, Lisa Trail joining us here today on Rutherford Issues. If you missed a little part of the program, came in a bit late, be sure to check out the uh, podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Under podcast, just tap on Rutherford Issues. Back to wrap things up in a second.